How are you guys doing today? It's Jake from the Fourth Liners Podcast. I'm here with Bryce, and we're here to talk about hockey, the NHL, hockey. everything happening. You know, there, there, there's a there's a few things happening, not too much right now, but I, I can imagine in a couple months or a few weeks, uh, a lot of things will be happening. A lot of trade talks will be stirring, and we're going to talk about that here, and we're going to talk about a big trade that happened in the, was it the offseason? Or was the it the offseason. The offseason and see how it played out. And, um, you know, how you been, Brace? How you been? Uh, you know, I've been I've been good. You know, I was uh, a little hungover a couple days ago, but I fully recovered <laughs> now. How, how yeah. are you feeling? I'm feeling hungover today. I mean, we had a work party last night, which it's weird that it's on a Tuesday. I never really got drunk on a Tuesday before, but I oh, maybe... I Maybe at Fanshawe I did. <laughs> oh, definitely at Fanshawe. Yeah. I told Fanshawe. I, I told everyone last night I went to Fanshawe College. They're like, ah, you had a good time partying then. I'm like, yeah. That's where I no, learned no, it. No, 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 no. Let's talk about let's talk about Fanshawe for a minute here. Okay. Everybody okay. hyped up Fanshawe to be this big party school. I don't think it it, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. I, it no. on the weekends, but every school's like that. You know what Bro, I mean? The, as soon I remember the first weekend I was there, I went out with my roommates to like to like the, the the street what's that street called um, oh i know I, li- I, li- I lived on it so i forget what was it fleming 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 i i went out i went out to fl- on on fleming and there was like cops everywhere like you could there wasn't even a party like because the cops would shut it down within 10 minutes that's the thing like i remember the first year there was a lot of parties but second year there were more strict about stuff and it sucked but well, they first had that year, riot a few years prior. Yeah, I, I I remember being on the street. There was like eight cop cars. People were throwing shit at them. Cop cars did not care. They just wanted to clear people out. I just remember there being like hundreds of people on the street. It's all smoky. It looked like a movie, honestly. Yeah, it was messed up. <laughs> yeah, like um, but honestly, I we we were the te- we were in the television and film uh, production program, and it was actually a really good program. I yeah, the program was. was great. I, yeah, it, well, yeah. it was it was okay. Like I I liked Fanshawe. It sucks I that did we too. couldn't finish because of COVID, but yeah, I, yeah, that sucks. I we didn't even get a graduation, so we didn't get a graduation. Like, dude, it, it sucked because like one day we were just like in class with still like a couple classes left, and then the next day it's like don't come, and then it's like, bro, we didn't even get to like like get the process being like done, you know? Like you never got you never got the last day, you know? Well, see, when I. I did it. I was doing my internship, so I was already doing it online. So it like it it already ended so early for me, and that felt weird. So I can imagine when COVID happened and you guys were still there. Because did you end up doing an internship? No, I was in. I I did the film section. You did television. Oh, so you didn't have to get an internship in film? Mm mm mm. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, like, you had the option to, but most most people just decided to make like a final student film oh i do remember that option i think we had i don't know if we had that option i don't know i don't remember i did the internship um but yeah it's weird that i mean me and bryce haven't done a podcast in person if you can believe believe it or not i haven't seen bryce in person i haven't seen you in person in like years (laughs) it's not weird that's that's true when you when you say it like that oh shit right like you think about (laughs) it it's weird i haven't seen you in person in three years (laughs) yeah but oh, we have a God. whole podcast together, 50, oh, 50 plus Christ. episodes too. We talk all the time, which you oh, know. that's crazy. Yeah, no, we'll link up soon, man. Now that COVID's like pretty much gone, like yeah, you know, we'll be able to we'll hit a bar. Man, let's do it. We'll we'll do a podcast in a bar. In a bar. Yeah, we'll interview <laughs> random yeah. people about hockey. Actually, Anyways. that'd be a cool video. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So we were gonna talk about um. A trade that happened in the off season. Uh, it was probably one of the biggest trades in in history. It was Huberto for Matthew Kachuk, Florida and Calgary, and we think it's an interesting trade at this point in time because both of those teams are sitting in a very similar spot in the standings, outside of the playoffs, and I think it's a little bit worse for Florida because Florida also traded away their first round pick this year to Montreal unprotected. So this could be a lottery pick. And like let's just talk about how 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 bad of a situation these two franchises are in right now. Well, I think that trade in the that first round pick, it was for Ben Sherratt, right? Oh god. That was the Montreal 
That was the first. That, that's how they got that first rounder. Oh, Ben Ben Sherat for Bedard. <laughs> yes, that's what people are saying. And just imagine, like no one would have thought that. Everyone, I kind of thought a first for Ben Sherat was a little too much. But I get it. if you're making a playoff push, you're well, gonna Florida go. Florida thought Florida thought it would be like a, the 25th overall pick because yeah. Florida was like the best yeah. team in the league. What ha- what happened to Florida? Like what happened? Dude, I think like they mixed they mixed up the chemistry. I think Huberto had good chemistry there. And I think Uyghur was a good player there. I don't think they should have traded for it to Chuck. You think, I get, you think, it, you think it's Uyghur? You think Uyghur's the big factor here? It might be. Because Kachuk is playing well. Better than Huberdell. Yeah, but I, I just think it I just think the chemistry because like yeah, Tachuk's playing well, but it's more individual. He's playing more as an individual than okay, maybe not playing as individual, but like his individual stats are succeeding more than the team is. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think they brought him in for more physical uh, aspect to the team, and maybe they were lacking that. Huberto never really is that physical, so um, maybe that's why they brought him in. But at the same time, I think I don't know. Like, it's hard to think about. Like Huberto, I with I thought Huberto, Kadri, I thought the Flames were going to be a nasty team. Yeah, I it, thought it, it's, be it's unreal. We, it's weirder. I thought both of them it's were. Definitely, it's definitely weirder. Well, in my opinion, I thought maybe Calgary like losing Goudreau and Kachuk and losing that that dynamic top line was gonna hurt them more than Florida, but Florida's done worse. So like I yeah. don't Well that's you I'm look at it now. At they're both not doing well in the season. And so maybe I mean, that's Matt why Kachuk has fifty six points in forty two games. I mean he's he's not the problem there. No, it's a team. And you know what? Yeah, Mackenzie Weger was an offensive force on that on that blue line there. So they're maybe missing that too. I, I don't know how I mean, Gustav Forsling was probably his replacement, right? Like, that's the guy that had to step up a little more. But they really only have Ekblad and Forsling, and I don't really know who else is on that team. Uh, Mark Stahl. Mon- Mon- Montour. Montour, is he that? I mean, is, would yes. you rather Uyghur or Montour? I mean, Montour's second in team scoring with 36 points. Actually? Yeah. Damn, is, he ha- is that his best season? Probably. See, this is this is what I'm looking at with the Florida Panthers right now, right? So you got Matt Kachuk with 56 points in 42 games played. He's having yeah. a great year. You know, you can't you can't blame him, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have Brandon Montour, who's got 36 points in 43 games. So that's that's a fantastic year from a defenseman, especially a guy that nobody really expected to do that. Yeah, yeah. Barkov is 35 points in 35 games, only 11 goals though. He's not really scoring as much. He's still point per game. But then you're looking at Verhage as well. He's got 35 points in 44 games, 20 goals. So Verhage's doing his job. It's a good mm-hmm. year for Verhage so far. I mean, if he's on pace for 40 goals, that that's great for Verhage. Yep. After that, it falls off, man. Sam Reinhardt having kind of a mid-season. 30 yeah, there's, points, 45 There's games. trade talks with him. I've yeah. trade talks. He'd be a good um, asset. He'd be a good asset for some teams. He is. Um, Gustav Forsling is actually having a really good year as well. 28 points in 45 games. Okay, yeah. I mean, Sam he, Bennett, I, I like twenty-eight him. points, forty-five games. But I've heard I don't know. Sam Bennett. I've heard Sam Bennett in trade talks as well. I mean, when you look at when you look at the Panthers, right? Statistically, they're actually doing pretty well. Like individually, their forwards are doing pretty well, and and their mm-hmm. defensemen are chipping in quite nicely. But but maybe the problem is is, is defense. You know, May, like Ekblad was hurt for a lot of games this year, and he's got nineteen points and thirty-four. Ek, Aaron Ekblad is a negative sixteen. Yep. Yeah. See, That's your that... best defenseman. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. And obviously, they need some more support on the blue line. I think that's where they're struggling. Uh, and then that's maybe where Uyghur came in and they lost Uyghur. And maybe he was a big part on that, like that blue line and preventing goals and scoring goals for them too, right? Um, Definitely, a, a, you know, a, a facilitator, you know? Yes, yep. Two, two-way guy who can get it done on both ends. And it's really hurting them right now. Uh, I think goaltending might be a big problem too. Let me look. I mean, Bobrovsky is doing he had a, bad. He's doing bad. I thought he had a little bit of resurgence, resurgence for a little bit. Eight nine nine save percentage, twenty eight okay. games played. I mean, and for then Spencer eleven Knight's got mil, a nine oh six. So he's doing better, but I guess he doesn't play yeah. as much as Bobrovsky. Nineteen games played, but a nine oh six still isn't great. I mean, like that's not that's not good, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, like you think for eleven mil that Bobrovsky's being paid that he'd be. Forming like Shesterkin or, um, you know, Jari or these guys that are maybe being paid a little cheaper than he is. 
You know, I think if I think if Bobrovsky had a nine ten save percentage, the Florida Panthers would look very different. You know, if he could I add so point ten to his save percentage, I think but it's not Florida all Panthers his fault probably... though. It's no, it's, it, it's part of it's a defense, right? If you don't have a good if you, or don't have the right decor in front of you, I don't think the goalie will do well, right? It yeah. it, it does matter. It does matter. The defense do matter because one goalie can't stop everything. You got to have a little bit of help along the way. So. Definitely, if they add a defenseman at the, it depends where they want to go with this. If oh, they dude, think, I don't know. If they think they can make the playoffs, go get a defenseman. If I you think don't, they need to just trade away guys. I think they need to try and make the playoffs here because it, yeah. they don't have their pick. Like, yeah, and if that pick ends up to be a lottery pick, oh my god! Oh my god! If oh my god, dude, Montreal's Montreal's gonna have two lottery picks. Yes, they're gonna be. Oh my god! They're gonna have such. Uh, such a good future. Oh I mean, Montreal's. Could you imagine like, how bad are they? Habs. Yeah. Uh, Montreal is last in the Atlantic. Um, so pretty. They're bad. not overall last though. It looks like they are. They're in the bottom five. Okay. I mean, that's still an opportunity to get that. You know, first overall pick. So they're twenty seventh out of thirty two. Okay. Chicago's the worst. I like the idea of Bedard on Chicago. I do uh, not. You don't? No. Yeah. Because oh, Vancouver? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather see Bedard go to Montreal. I mean, I'd rather see Bedard go to like a... I, I just don't like Chicago. I mean, I, I'd rather see Bedard go to Columbus. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, I, I would not want Bedard to go to Columbus. I just... Why not? I don't think Columbus is like... Are they ever going to be a, a good team? A, a little a little Kent Johnson, a little Connor Bedard. Yeah, they have good players, but I don't know. It's just... I don't, a little never Cole to... Sillinger? Yeah, well, they do have good good young guys, but how many times have they had good young guys and it not work out? Nash. Like they, 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 oh, I guess they have Adam Boquist as well on defense there too. Um, yeah, Nash is one. Uh, who's Dubois didn't turn out like he wanted to leave. Um, that was during the Tortorella era there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, would I don't want, know. I thought about it. I thought about it. I wouldn't want to be <laughs> coached by John Tortorella. If my team hired him as a coach, I would ask for a trade like that. That would be insane. I I, 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 watch, I, uh, I don't think do I could watch, deal with it. Have you ever watched a uh, last chance you on Netflix? No, but I've always wanted to. Yeah, yeah, so I just started the new season. It's not new. It came out last year, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. it yet. But it's the newest season, and it's like uh, it's basketball now. And the, the coach they have hunted now is literally Tortorella. Like, play really? my system or do not play at all. Wow. I mean, yeah. sometimes that does work with some players. Like, some players like him. Like, I think Cam Atkinson likes him. Yeah, you just got to fit into his system. Mm-hmm. But a lot some players uh, react differently. I think when you're a coach in the NHL, you have to look at different guys on the team there's veterans there's rookies there's a lot of oddballs you know how the goalies are they're a little different than the players you gotta i don't think you can do one style you gotta like venture off and some coaches can't do that some coaches can't but sometimes it does work for some teams it's just it's a tough fit. when it, it's tough when it's a new coach coming into a room full of guys who have been there for a while yeah you know? and that's yeah. what that's what philly is so now you know they've had their coaches and then tortorella comes in and just flips everything upside down I mean, imagine if Tor- Tortorella became the Leafs head coach right now. Oh, I mean, I would... do you think guys like Matthews and Marner would tolerate that? No. How do you think no. a guy like William Nylander would play? Like, no, he he would, would bench be a he would bench Nylander. He would scratch Matthews. Like, and it, that would hurt them. I think that uh, that see, yeah, when you look at a team like that, they're different than guys like Cam Atkinson that likes to play under him, right? Um, I mean, it's what ha- it happened with the Canucks. I mean, he came yeah. in as the Canucks head coach for one year, right? Yep, and and it was bad because you know he came in and 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 tried to tell the Sedins how to play, and you know it was still our core mostly of guys who made the Cup final. Like it was yep. like it was so bad, and so I think Tortorella needs to grow with a team. You know, like Tortorella mm-hmm. needs to go to a team that has young players, and then and then he can grow with them, right? And then they learn his systems from early on when they're impressionable. Yeah. Well, that's and, what... and, they, and, and they're not set in their ways. Well, it's like Atkinson, I guess he started... Did he start with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, Atkinson came up with him. Like, I'm sure... 
everybody considers Tortorella to be like a win now coach. Like, oh, you bring in Tortorella when you want to win a cup. But like if you bring in Tortorella with a group of veterans, I mean, there's a very good chance they're not going to respond well to him. Yeah. So. No, for sure. That's why I don't know how Bedard would respond with him. You know what I mean? Oh, I guess I he's know. not the coach. He's not the coach anymore. But he, his possibility, he can go to Philly. You know? Yeah, that's possible. I mean, dude. I mean, Jesus. I, so yeah, this is about Florida trading away its lottery pick. So that yeah, we get be, we get carried away, don't we? That would be an absolute disaster for Florida if they were to to win the lottery with their pick, but it goes to Montreal. That's Oof. that's the worst case scenario for them. Honestly, Man, and you know what? If that happened, do you think a lot of changes would happen to Florida? Changes, yeah, like they just trade the team. Man, I can they afford to go back to being bad? I don't. I mean, know. they're not like, doing great now, but like they are, they have like good players. Yeah, like Barkov is one of the best players in the NHL. I, I want to say that. I mean, Ekblad is a solid defenseman. Bobrovsky. He doesn't have many like years left like in the tank. I don't Spencer, think Spencer Knight's legit though. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll definitely come through, right? I mean, Verhaggy. I think Verhaggy's good when there's superstars around him too. He's a good so, accent piece. Like he can. Yeah. You know, he scores a lot when he's playing with good players. Yeah. Same with Sam Bennett. Um, Reinhardt. Reinhardt's a good player, but I think he does need other guys to succeed. Sometimes. Reinhardt is Reinhardt to me is like a guy who. Like, he needs players with finishing touch around him because yeah. by himself, he's not that guy. No, he's just not that guy. Let's talk about the Calgary Flames, then. The other team that was involved in this big trade. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised how bad they're doing. You know what well, I mean? It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, Because you look at their statistics, and it's kind of the opposite of, of Florida. The Flames do not have any player who's a point per game. Yep. Nobody. Elias Lindholm leads the team with 40 points in 44 games played. Their top goal scorer is Nazem Kadri, 17 goals in 45 games played. He's got 35 okay. points. Okay. Um, Tyler Toffoli's, you know, playing well for, for, you know, he's a depth piece, I think, at this point in his career. Yep. Uh, you know, still a top six guy. He's got well, he, 15 goals, 22 He was points. the replacement for Tuchuk. That's how he's filling that spot. So. Yeah, well, he's no Kachuk. No. You know? No, no, not the caliber that Tuchuk uh, is. Tuchuk? Yeah. Tuchuk. Words are hard. But yeah. No, um, no I mean, in the French, just Tuchuk. How, how is, uh, is uh, Lindholm doing? Well, he's got 40 points in 44 games. Lindholm's playing all right. So but it, what it, made Lindholm what's so going good, on, though, then? was playing with that line. The, 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 he lost his line mates. Yeah, it's he, lost, chem- he lost Tuchuk and he lost Goudreau. That's what I'm saying. It's the chemistry. I think they mix it up. And it didn't. They thought it might work, but it. I, I don't think it is working, right? Like you, you think about like it. Huberto is. It, it has eight goals, man. Eight goals. Yeah, it's not, like for like, and you look at his time in Florida. Like that is just not Huberto's style of playing. Like he's a much better player than he is, um, playing with the Flames and guys like Jacob Markstrom. Is he struggling as well? Yes, he is. Yeah, and that and that's a big part of it. Yeah, because that's if you if your goalie's struggling, you're not gonna do very well. He's the guy that's stopping the pucks, right? So, I don't know. It, I don't know if so they need to make a bad. move because they, they they possibly could still make the playoffs if they just pick it the, up. Y- yeah, the West is open for anybody to come in, but like they have to pick it up. Like Markstrom has to find his game. Yeah. Like, oh, and it, and, and it, it's all it's pretty just, close. So many. Yeah, I mean, and, not. But I mean, just, it drops off at the Canucks, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I know. And another big factor, I think, for Calgary struggling is Mangiapane, dude. Mangiapane had a lot of goals last year, and he's not finding the back of the net this season. So was he like a one-hit wonder then? I think so. Like, Mangiapane last year had like 38 goals, right? He's got nine this season. Does he have like, a big contract, too? Uh, Do they sign him to a big contract? I, he's making something, at least, I think. I don't know. I don't know thought he was i think they didn't they have to re-sign him this year i mean they could have been but uh bring him to toronto he's a toronto native you know we'd love to do that oh my fucking god <laughs> why not why not he, he'll have he'll have success in toronto man yeah, he'll, he'll fit right in a big disappointment yeah. <laughs> um uh, that's why the yeah, leagues are he, higher he's 5.8 million for three seasons for nine goals oh boy oh yeah so they're definitely have i think oh I, see, I don't think I don't okay I don't think any of these guys are bad players I think like they just need better chemistry 
on their lines, like it just probably isn't working out because you think about it, like the team has totally shifted, right? Like the, literally their, their core last year was Goudreau to Chuck. Um, who am I missing? Lindholm. And Lindholm. Right. Like that was their core, but now it's Kadri, Huberto. Whoa. Where'd they come from? I mean, you got to now you got, and then Uyghur, Lindholm, um, Zadorov's in there now. You know what I mean? I think it's just really shaken up, and I don't know if they're they're it's gelling properly with the squad. I just think I just think you a guy like Huberto was in a perfect situation in Florida playing with guys like Markov. Yeah. Yep. And now it's just he just doesn't have that anymore. Well, I don't and, think he wanted to be traded. And also another factor too, man, is is Daryl Sutter is is a coach that is kind of similar to Tortorella, play my yeah. system or don't play. Yeah, he is actually. You're right. And so that he's like well, a night. I want to say he's a nicer John Tortorella. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nicer John Tortorella. I don't uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Huberto has got a ten point five million dollar contract kicking in after this season. Until twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, twenty thirty. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it's going to be tough. You know, like. He said that's Huberto. Yeah, twenty thirty. He signed to for how much again? Ten point five. That's a big contract. That's a big contract. I guess you had to pay him to make him stay, right? Or else they would lose him, right? Lock him up. I mean, didn't they lock yeah, up Weger too? Uh, yeah, Weger's locked up until twenty thirty as well. Six point two. Yeah, that's a decent contract for him, actually. It's okay, but. Like, yeah, it's tough, man. Like, if these guys don't figure it out, that's a problem. No, yeah. It, yeah. It's, I see, like, I don't know. I don't watch these teams enough to know how they're really performing. I can just see the numbers and the standings to see where they're at and what changes they made. And I feel like the changes they made just is not gelling with their system. Maybe it's a coach problem. Maybe it's just chemistry problem. But they're all great players. It's just, I, I, it has to be the, that has to be the reason. They're just not gelling with each other. You know what I mean? Gelling, coaching differences. Yeah. yeah. Although, like we said, Kachuk is playing really well. I think Florida, mm-hmm. it's a bigger issue. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's enough of them. Yeah, no. What do we got sure. now? Uh, what, was I, what was I thinking before? Kane's coming back. Kane. Oh, yeah. Vander Kane. Yeah. he. And that was a pretty gruesome injury that he got, eh? Yeah, but dude, the Oilers need him so bad. Yeah, I think they were. To, I mean, he he's he plays very well with McDavid. Um, I mean, anyone would probably play well with McDavid, but yeah, but he's he can, so good. He, yeah, he can score goals too, right? He's a good hockey player. He has a bad rap, but he's a good hockey player. I honestly, man, I think that whole bad rap. I I think I think he shed that now at this point. So all behind him, I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I think, I mean, there was a video posted on Instagram the other day of him and his kid, like, on the ice and everything like that, and he has a new girlfriend now. So he's moving on, which everyone else should be, and he's just playing hockey, and he's back in Canada where he's from, and and, uh, he's not from Edmonton, I don't think, but, um, you know, I just think... He's from Vancouver. He's from Vancouver. Okay, yeah. So, it's it's, no, somewhat close, but... um, I think he maybe realizes he's having the opportunity to play with the best player ever. I want to say, yeah. Like, if you think if you have the opportunity to play with Connor McDavid, you better snap the fuck out of it, right? I think yeah. he's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I could win a Stanley Cup with with these guys. I right? can make a home here. I can't. I you know he's got to be thinking. I can't. I can't be picky anymore with where I'm playing because he he demanded his way out of Winnipeg. Yes, like he. Yep. You know, he he's just got to play. And you know what, man? Edmonton's a good city to play in. Uh, it's a very tight-knit city from what I hear. My mm-hmm. mom used to live there. She was a big Oilers fan. She always talks about it. Oh, they have um, the history, right? They have the history. Yeah. And so, Gretzky. you know, Evander Kane gets to come back. He's, I mean, in my opinion, I think he's probably one of the best power forwards in the league. Uh, yep. Maybe somebody better. A power forward. Maybe Timo Meyer. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, like, I'm. I'm hard pressed to find a power forward better than Evander Kane. So, 
well, he can, he can also score too, right? That's the nice part. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Power forward's got a nasty shot, right? And, and yeah. so he's got that, and he gets to play with the best passer in the freaking world. And sometimes yeah. he gets to play with another one of the best power forwards in the league, Dry Sidle. Is Dry yeah. power forward? Would we say so? I want to say like playmaker, power forward. He's a big guy. Um, yeah, he's got a shot too, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's just Dry Sidle's top five in the league. So, well, that's the thing. They they kind of do all of the above, right? And if you could play with a guy that can do everything for you and like really assist you and lift your game, it's a good combo. Um, yeah, I think I think Edmonton is where he needed to go. He do you, needed, think, do you think Edmonton has what it takes to make a cup run this year? They need to figure some stuff out first. I okay, looking goal at the tending. team. Yeah, so I don't think the goaltending is going as that they expected. I think Campbell is picking it up right now, but at the same time, I don't know. Um, like if they made the playoffs, if he could carry the team to a Stanley Cup, right? His save percentage, you want like you know how bad it is this year. It's how bad? <laughs> it's a eight eight three. That's that, Campbell's. Yes. I mean Skinner's been good. He's got a nine fourteen. Yeah, that's the thing. Skinner's been stepping up, right? Um, but Jack Campbell is the guy that they signed to a long term contract for money. Right, that's the guy that they're depending on to be their starter, not Skinner. I mean, Skinner's good; put him in, right? But he could easily steal Campbell's job. But I, I, people are saying, you know, he's signing to a team; it's his first year there. You got to give him a break. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to transition to another team. No, you know? I don't. I don't give a shit about that. No, play. Yeah. No. Well, they're paying you, right? They're paying, they're paying you, money. you to play. Play. Yeah. Yep. He's a good goalie. He's performed and he's shown brilliance before and he loves to play. Um, and you know what? Like, I, I like Campbell. I like I like him as a guy. I like him as a, as a guy. As yeah, a goalie, he's a great guy. As a goalie. Um, yeah, as a guy, being nice as a guy doesn't shouldn't get you a good contract. But I'm going to say it, bro. I'm going to say it. Jack Campbell is a fringe starter at best. Yeah. He, he, had, I, he had a couple good years in Toronto. I think I think that was the perfect situation for him. Yeah, take him out of the situation. He's fringe, bro. He and he, he was always fringe. Jack Campbell is not a Stanley. Is not a goalie that's going to win you a Stanley Cup. Well, see, I think Jack Campbell, a team that like a team that suits him most, is a team where they have two goalies, like say Carolina, where they have Anderson and Ranta that can both like you know go in whenever. I think he's he's meant for a team like that. Where you I can mean, have, isn't that isn't that what he has now? Because look at Stuart Skinner. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, a guy that can relieve him a little bit, and not so he not everything's on him. You know what I mean? I think that's where he. But I think Skinner's maybe a little too young. Um, he's not there yet. Um, but he is performing. But I, I think he still needs to. I, I, do you think Skinner is a starter in the NHL now? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Think so yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I think Jack Campbell is like a Jake Allen. Yeah, that's a good that's a good example cuz Jake Allen can Fringe. definitely start for a team, but he's if you depend on him for so like to be the the main guy there, I don't think he'll win hockey games as much as you want him to for a starter goaltender no. in the NHL. Like see, this, I, I, if that was the case, I think Montreal would be a little better than they are, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, Montreal needs a goalie, man. If Montreal had a goalie, things would be a lot better. But I mean, they had Carey think, Price, but that's that sucks. They did. I think Jack Campbell. Um, I mean, the the thing in Jack Campbell's favor is he's got you know two top three players in the league um, mm-hmm. leading his team in points. You know, so if you need if you need to compensate for some poor goaltending, those are the guys to do it. But yep. I think at the end of the day, man, Jack Campbell, bro. Like, I think that's a bad signing. I think I I think maybe Stuart Skinner was ready and they didn't identify that. Well, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell that, right? Like you don't like taking yeah. a chance on a young guy, right? Yeah. But it might have been the right like, call. To, to me, Stuart Skinner is just is just a a starter. He's not. Yeah. He's not elite. Not yet. Not he's not like a an elite goalie just yet. Like we thought maybe Jake. He'll Ott- never be elite. Okay. See. Okay. How about this? Did you think that about Jake Ottinger when he first started? Yeah. He. Yeah. He had a lot of hype. Yeah. I, well, I thought I thought Jake Ottinger was maybe. Um, a fringe starter at best, but then he's proving to be a starter now for Dallas. And didn't they sign him to a contract? Yeah, I think so. Oh, there was also a, a contract. Yeah, okay. This okay. Tell me what you think about this contract. And it's by the Minnesota Wild. Um, 
it just came to my mind because we're talking about contracts where so Matt Boldy signed a seven year deal worth how guess how much he got signed for for seven how years. much seven mil per year what already <laughs> already I, I I didn't I wanted to look at how great his season was going I, I can imagine he's doing well and performing well that's I mean you don't just give a guy seven mil for seven years if he's not but uh um, 29 points really they must see something special in him yeah like he has a lot of hype i think they're betting on the future with him yeah it's not bad i mean he's good he could he could definitely maybe improve like i mean he had 39 points last year so they're thinking maybe and he was a plus 17 they're thinking maybe he's going to only improve from here you know what i mean i mean if he does get better is not what it used to be though you know no like if like you think about 15 it, though, years ago, seven million is cheap. Fifteen years ago, bro, seven million is what like the top players in the league were getting paid. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now, now seven million is like for a, for a good top six player. Yeah. I think Matt Boldy's that. You know, no, definitely. I think Matt Boldy is that. Um, Minnesota's in such a weird spot though, because you just don't really they have a big cap crunch coming yeah. with the buyouts. Of See, that's the thing. Here. I'm surprised they did that because they're struggling so much with money. Yeah. They, you know I mean? they are not deep enough, man. Like Boldy's a good player, but they are not deep enough to really contend. Like they're just going to continue to be the Minnesota mild. I think for the mm-hmm. next fucking five years. Well, like, do you think they, this is just... an indication that they're going to try to make some moves to free up some cap space now? Uh, who can they get rid of? I mean, Zucar- I think Zuccarello only has one year left, right? Zu- yeah, but Zuccarello is like, besides Kaprizov, their best player. Like, he's so good. Yeah, but I mean, they can definitely maybe trade him at the deadline and you move think, it. I mean, where are they at in the standings? That, and then that all depends too. Like, how, the, whatever, wherever they finish at the end of the season matters to where they're going to be with their players that they want to well, trade them or not. I mean, they're third in the Central. So, they're not doing they in a wild card spot? They're in the playoffs, bro. Uh, by Ooh. a fair uh, wow, actually, holy shit. Yeah, they they have they have fifty two points. The two wild card teams right now are Calgary and Edmonton with fifty one points each, and then Colorado is four points back. Yeah, wow. I can see Colorado coming back against them, but I just think they've dealt with so many injuries, and that's maybe why they're so low there. Um. But I mean, the Jets are doing pretty good, eh? What the hell? Oh, so, so, oh, so Calgary's in. Calgary is in a wild card spot. I might have said earlier in the podcast that they weren't in. They are in a wild card spot. Well, you, you look at you look at the Pacific Division. Literally, Calgary's at fifty one. Edmonton's at fifty one. LA's at fifty six. Kraken are at fifty six. Golden Knights are fifty eight. Man, that is so much. You can definitely go on a winning streak and move to first place there. You know what I mean? It's so hard though to to crawl back in the modern NHL, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you make a trade that really helps, you need, team. you need, you need either Seattle or LA to fall apart. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm eating my words with Seattle this year, man. Yeah. Uh, the whole season, the whole season, I've been saying they're not as good as people think they are, uh, but I, they are, uh, you know well, what? I don't know. They're making smart I, moves. The, the move for Tolvanen was the smartest move they've ever made. Do you, wh- has he done any? Has he played yet? Yeah, man. No, man. He he's like a point per game. Oh God. Yeah. Nashville. Nashville. No. They, so uh, David Poyle. Poyle. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. The GM Poyle. for yeah. David Poyle said the GM for the Nashville Predators saying we maybe made a mistake putting him on waivers. Well, fuck yes, yes. That of course you did. Like what the hell, <laughs> <laughs> dude? They're like uh, when uh, it was like four or five years ago, people were saying he was the best player not playing in the NHL. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe Nashville just wasn't the right fit for him. But Seattle is, I think it's a great place because they're not expected to be so good. Right. And Nashville's been around for a while. You think, okay, when are they going to be really good besides that one Stanley Cup run? And then, I don't know. I well, think Nashville, been- Nashville has been really good for the past 10 years. They've been a very yeah. decent playoff team for the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's still uh, feeling the, like the field. They're, they're trying to see where all their players fit. They're trying to still build their roster. Like, you think about their future, Maddie Beniers, um, uh, you have, uh, who they draft? Shane Wright. Shane Wright, yeah. I was like, who did they draft in the draft last year? Shane Wright, um, Tolvanen, 
like they have a pretty good like future coming ahead, right? And I like it seems like Ron Francis maybe had this plan. I mean, or do you think he's like winging in it? I think I think he wing I think he's winged it, dude. I think yeah. I think year one he had a plan to be really competitive. I mean, you don't sign Grubauer to that contract if you don't think you're going to be competitive. They could have just kept Vanacek. Yeah, that's um, true. And Vanacek's doing they, well. Yeah, and they and they blew it season one. They were so so bad, right? And then now, I mean, they've I cool. guess made the right moves. Like I think Ron Francis is a good GM. I think he kind of made a miscalculation year one, but year two he's kind of patched it back together. Well, goalies are always hard to tell, right? You don't know if it's a team in front of them that's why they're having so much success, or they're just good goalies, right? And I think that was the thing with Grubauer. He was playing on the best team in the in the league, Colorado, right? He won a Stanley yeah. Cup and everything that raises his profile. Same thing with Kemper. Like I don't know if like he's doing as well. Um, he could be. Washington, Washington, they're not doing too bad. But you know, it's same thing with Kemper. His value went up because he played the best team in the league, Colorado, right? So it definitely could have been that factor. Um, but I think Seattle. You know what? Like. They're not expected to be so good, but I think Seattle definitely has a bright future. And it's the fact that they have Martin Jones as their starting goalie right now is unbelievable to me. And they're having success with him. You know, because he he was a goalie that literally um came in, he came in, he and he was a little under like he was a little under the radar, came in, and then he did so well for was it LA that he did well for? Martin Jones? Yeah. Is that where yes. he's yeah, so we got to start there. Then they traded him to San Jose, right? Um, or did yes. he go somewhere before? Yeah, no, he had, they traded him to San Jose, became the starter there. We're like, oh, Martin Jones, Martin Jones, the best. He's so good, right? Because they were having success. And then it just went downhill from there. And then usually we thought goalies just die off after that. No, he's coming back now. So maybe that happens with a lot of goaltenders. Maybe that's happening with still camp. Pretty, I think he's still pretty freaking mid. He, he is mid, but he's. I guess it depends on the team too, right? That he's playing I, on. I look Seattle. It is definitely a combination of the West being really bad, mm-hmm. but they've proven me wrong because they've gone out there and they've beaten really good teams in the East too. I just think I. I just I just think Seattle, you know, in in a in a different division, or if the West was stronger, mm-hmm. you know, if Calgary was playing the way they were supposed to be playing, if Edmonton was was playing to the level of of, of their star players, if you know, Vancouver was able to actually put together a decent roster this year and, and compete like people thought they would. I don't think Seattle's in the playoff spot, but at the end of the day, they are, right? So I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's the NHL. Anything can it's happen, NHL. really. Um, yeah. Yo, yo, so I forgot about this. So today's the last day to do the All-Star fan vote, and guess what I have loaded up on my computer? The All-Star fan vote? All-Star fan vote. Here, I'll share my screen. We're doing it live on the do- podcast we're right doing, now. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Live on the podcast. We're doing it right now. Here you go. Oh, this is exciting, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is literally a surprise for me. I didn't know that Bryce was going <laughs> to do this. So we're going to have a little fun right. here. We'll add this to the we podcast. Got, we got the Metro Division here, okay? So the, yeah. the players in the Metro Division are Igor Shosturkin, Andrei Svechnikov, Johnny Gaudreau, Jack Hughes, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Kevin Hayes, and Brock Nelson. Those are the players that are already in. Okay. So we got to pick two skaters and one goalie. Let's do the goalie so first. Can you pick any any player from any team? I think any I think any player. Man, that makes it so hard to do. The part of me wants to do like a joke, but part of me <laughs> wants to put like a good player. Who? Nick Dowd? He's actually a good player. You know what I mean? Get out of here, Nick. Good role guy. Let's do the goalie first. What do we want? We want a goalie. Goalie uh who's that? Vanacek. It's got it's got to be Vanacek, right? Let me see. So so there's Ilya Sorokin, Cam Hart, uh or Carter oh, Hart. Sorokin. Uh Darcy Kemper, Sorokin's doing well too, so it could be Sorokin. It, for me, it's Sorokin or Vanacek, man. I mean, Tristan Jari's there. I mean, Kachuk. Nah. Uh, Kachuk. How do you say his name from Carolina? Kuchikov. Kachukov. Kachekov. Yeah, something like that. He's in the minors now, so I don't think he could even go. They dropped him to the AHL because Anderson's back. Uh, Charlie Lindgren, um, Jonas Corpusillo. Casey DeSmith, Antti Ranta, Simeon Verlarmov, Halak, Mackenzie Blackwood. No, Frederick Anderson. It's it's, it's Vanacek or Sorokin, dude. Yeah, I think it's one of those two. I, I just wanted to go through the list there. I just wanted to see, but uh, yeah, 
Ilya Sorokin, I don't know. I, Vanacek's having a season, but I think it is Sorokin. So Sorokin, though. Yeah, yeah, I think Sorokin's, like, he's the starter there, too, right? Vanacek can sometimes fall off a little bit. In yeah, my no, it's got to be Sorokin. The numbers. Okay. Sorokin, okay, now we need I agree with that. Okay. All right, two see. skaters here. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's Panarin's see. there. Let's sort it by. Didn't we? Didn't we say like Brent Burns or Adam Fox for like a defense? Yeah, let's pick a defenseman. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm down for Adam Fox. I think he deserves to be there. I honestly, I I I actually like Brent Burns better. I, I, I think Brent Burns. I think Brent Burns is an exciting player, and people. And it's the All Star game, right? Too. Everyone wants to watch him. Um. But I think Brent Burns is actually having a great season on Carolina, and that was a great trade to trade him to Carolina. Yeah, I think he's doing well. Um, I just think he's doing amazing, and so is Carolina. Um, any forwards that come to mind right away? I mean, for me, it's probably. I want to put in a winger, probably. Yeah, I keep looking at Panarin, but uh, yeah, I, I'd say Panarin's probably an easy choice. I also yeah. kind of like Jesper Bratt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's doing well as well. Like, right. But can you just go down a little more? Yeah. I just want to see who's here. It's probably a lot of players, isn't there? Yeah. It, now it, now we're starting to get into lesser. Alexi Lafreniere. Okay. <laughs> uh, Where is he? He's right there. Oh, good. Should we vote there him in? Is. Yeah, voting him in. <laughs> Screw it. Let's do it. Screw it. All right. Alexi Lafreniere, Brent Burns, and Elias Sorokin. Man, maybe it'll happen. We're just, we're just hyping him up right now. <laughs> What is okay? This is scuffed. Load. I was like, NHL, hey, please. What's, what's wrong with it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's stop. NHL, please. Oh, you can look up the stats of all the whatever. Okay, so this is the okay. uh, Atlantic. Okay, so we have Allmark, Suzuki, Tage Thompson, Brady to Chuck. Dylan Larkin, Nikita Kucherov, uh, Brady's brother, Matthew Tuchuk, and Mitchell Marner. That's who they All right, already so selected. Let's, let's do a goalie first. Okay. Uh, who's a good goalie here? This Matt Murray? Kind of tough, actually. No, it's Craig. Okay, screw it. Craig Anderson. It's Craig. This, Craig. Might, be his, this might be his last opportunity. I mean, Vasilevsky's oh. not there, but... <laughs> I don't care. Um, It might be his last <laughs> opportunity to be in an all-star game, so why not? All right, dude. Well, first of all, I think it's simply Pasternak has yeah. to be there. Yeah. And okay. and I know I'm kind of taking over this right now, but Alex Tuck, come on, man. You know what? He's having a good season too. I'd... It's got to be Tuck and Pasta. Matthews is gonna Matthews and Nylander oh. and Tavares are gonna get oh. all the votes from Leaf fans everywhere. We have to spread it around. Man, you got you can't you got can't leave out Matthews. No, can't. I have to. No, he's getting his votes. He's getting his votes. So I our promise. vote won't matter then. Our vote won't matter. Our, yeah, but we need we need Tuck's name to be in there. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Maybe Craig, I, I won't be so biased then. I won't be so biased. I we'll, want three Buffalo Sabers on this All Star team: Taze Thompson, Alex Tuck, and Craig Anderson. Okay, let's do it. Screw it. Do I'd it. like. To, I'd still like to see that. All right, uh, here is the Central, which has UC Saros, Clayton Keller, Seth Jones, Kale McCarr, Josh Morrissey, Vladimir Tarasenko, Kirill Kaprizov, and Jason Robertson. Okay. What do we think? So they need they need another goalie. Yeah. Uh, Ottinger? I, I like Ottinger as well. I also I... kind of like um, Vizmelka. <laughs> but it's Ottinger. It is Ottinger. It is apparently Ottinger. there's That's trade Ottinger. talks with for Vegmelko too, eh? Yeah, yeah. Apparently LA kind of wants him, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, him okay, now we need two skaters, buddy. Okay, so uh, they need they actually don't need any defensemen. So they already have three. I honestly personally wait, can you scroll down a little bit just to see who's there? Uh, the one that I went to right away is Rupe Hints. I agree. I think he's I having a hell of a season. Yeah. I think he deserves to be one. Uh, Pavelski's good too, but I don't want another Dallas star in there. I kind of um, like Zucker. I mean, obviously Ranton and McKinnon Ran- are here. I think Ranton is having a better season than McKinnon though. But McKinnon was hurt oh, for a little is. bit, right? Yeah. I also uh, kind of like Zuccarello. You're a Zuccarello fan, eh? Yeah. He's, you don't like Zuccarello? I do. I do. But I think I'm so like star driven. Ranton like, in. 
Yeah, Brandon, I, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a good season. There's an yeah, argument that he's the best player on Colorado. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, okay. So we're voting Rupe Hintz, Miko Rantanen, and Jake Ottinger. Yep. All right, final division here, the Pacific. Oh, God. So Logan, Tom, Logan Thompson, Troy Terry, Nazim Nadim Kadri, Connor McDavid, Kevin Fiala, Eric Carlson, Matty Beniers going to his first All-Star game, and Elias Patterson. Let's get the so, goalie done. Spencer, Spencer Martin. Martin. I was going to say Spencer that too. Spencer Martin. Let's do it's it. Be, do Why it. not? He could. He's, he's right. good. He's good. Actually, dude, looking at the rest of this list, I mean. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> There's not really anyone that I think is better than uh, Skinner. Skinner quick or maybe Jones probably. He get could get in. Spencer Martin. Yeah, it could get in. Could. That'd be okay. hilarious. Now we, yeah. need, we need skaters. Okay. Uh, so what does Chandler Stevenson. I like him. He's having this team a also good needs season. a defenseman. This team oh, needs a defenseman. Okay. Need a D then. They have one, but I think they need one more. Oh yeah, they need one more. So who? Who's a good? Uh, oh, because they already have Carlson. Mikey Anderson. Oh, oh. Let me, sorry. Let me sort this by points. There we go. Oh, you can sort it by points. Okay. Um, oh, Timo Meyer, bro. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's in trade talks too. Quinn Hughes, obviously, is there. Vince Vince Dunn is having a very good season. Yeah, screw it. Let's put Vince Dunn in there. He deserves Vince it. Vince Dunn. I picked him up in fantasy. Filthy. Yeah. Honestly, like, I always thought Vince Dunn was good. And then he then Seattle took him. Oh, yeah. Leon, it's got to be. It's got to be. He has dry. to. He has to be yeah. there. It'd, be, uh, it'd yeah. be weird if he wasn't. It would be. So we have selected Leon Dreisaitl, Vince Dunn, and Spencer Martin. Man, oh, we God. we have some um I want to say unusual picks, but I, I that's These a possibility. Are These are great picks. You know, we got to you got to you got to acknowledge the players who are doing really well. Yeah. You know, who might not be getting a lot of votes, right? You know, you want to make them feel good and feel included. That's what I hate. Like the, it's not about like how good their season is anymore. You know it's what I mean? Popularity contest. Yeah. Literally. That's why that's why like obviously like we're voting dry title, he's going to get voted in. Yeah. Um but like no, guys, like that's why I didn't want to vote for Matthews, Nylander, Tavares because obviously they're gonna get a shitload of votes because there's a yeah. shitload of Leaf fans, right? Yep, yep, for sure. It's it's fun to kind of throw in the guys who maybe won't get the votes, but you you just can't can't not have Drysital on. This no, ballot. he's one of the best players in the world, so he's I'm, I'm top three. He's got to be there. Right. Okay, I'm gonna continue. All right, we've submitted. All right, here we go. Look at those. Look at those. Include beauties. it. So look at those beauties right there. We got for the Metropolitan Division. We got Alexi Lafreniere, Brent Burns. Pick. I think it will happen. Brent Burns, Ilya Sorokin for the Atlantic Division. We got Alex Tuck, baby. We got David Pasternak and Craig Anderson. Craig, <laughs> man, that'd be hilarious if he actually got in. I love Craig Anderson. He deserves, he, dude. He's one of my favorite players ever. Probably, man. He he is a good goalie. He's just old. Um. For the Central Division, we got Rupe Hintz, Miko Rantanen, and Jake Ottinger. I think that the is only our, that's that yeah that's, that's our like best. We, that, that's the yeah. most reasonable one. Yeah, yeah I think they, they all have pretty much skill on that. <laughs> they, <laughs> that's the one that makes most mo sense. Um, in the specific division, we have Leon Drysaddle, Vince Dunn, and Spencer Martin. It's not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, Vince Vince Dunn though, not a guy that we talk about very much. Fantastic season, like yeah. turning into a bona fide offensive defenseman, like. He's great. Oh, for sure. And part of Seattle's success, so I'm ready to submit those. I think they're perfect. They're all going to get right, so. I'm submitting this 10 times. Oh, you can do it 10 times? Submit. Yep. Submit. 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 There we go. That's that's at least 10 votes for Vince Dunn and Spencer Martin right there. What would you do if we got it? If if they got in? Yeah. What would you do? Like, that'd be insane. You know what we should do? You know what would be cool if you could bet it? But we could talk about betting because uh, we have a paid partnership with our friends called BetStamp. Um, I think it's a good time to mention BetStamp. I'm, we're almost on the episode here. Um, but BetStamp is basically just a free bet tracking app for all sports bets. It shows a list of um, verified bet trackers and... Uh, can, can you guys cut this part? <laughs> I messed up here. <laughs> 
Okay, wait, let me, let oh, me say okay. that again. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, okay. I'll say it again. Yeah, so so Betstamp is a an amazing app, which is free, that allows you to track your bets and also line shop so you can see all available lines across all available betting bookkeepers. Uh, and what that allows you to do is basically pick the best odds that win you the most money. Uh, Betstamp also allows you to follow your friends and track your friends, as well as being able to... It's got the betting marketplace. What's that called, Jake? Commission-free marketplace. So for those who are looking to buy and or sell picks, uh, Betstamp offers a peer-to-peer selling platform with no royalty taken on transactions. So it's pretty awesome. Um, And you can use our referral code uh, BRYCEB in all caps to have the best experience. We need Um, that change. I love that. I love that code. B-R-Y-C-E-B. That's our referral code. Sign up. It's free. Bet responsibly. Yeah, be of age and uh, be in the right state of mind. But honestly, guys, we use it all the time. It really uh, lets us get our best, uh, our best bets. Help me there. learn how to bet. It helped me learn for sure, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I really didn't know anything about betting, and then I started betting through Betstamp and tracking my picks with it, and it and it really kind of opened up my eyes to how simple and easy betting can be. Obviously, you know you don't want to bet the rent money, but it's always fun to put down a few bucks on a game. It makes them just a little bit spicier. So I, yeah. I, I love Betstamp. It's a great app. They're great guys. Oh, Definitely yeah. recommend it. It's a great app for people that want an introduction to bet, uh, betting, but it's also a good app for people that are already betting, like I've been betting for a while too, for everyone. Oh, yeah. So. It's great. It's great for experienced bettors because I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of experienced bettors have multiple accounts with different bookkeepers and being able to track them all in the same place, that's what you want to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think we have anything else to talk about in the podcast. Um, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. I'm a little hungover, so if I'm like a little like in with my words, it's just because my head hurts. <laughs> like <laughs> my I had, hurts. I, I had a work party last night, and they were giving me out free beers, so you can just imagine Uh-oh. the Molson Canadians that I took down. <laughs> Molson's baby, yeah, Molson's best beer out oh, there. God. Okay, big thank you to Betstamp. I uh, remember. Uh, all of our socials are linked below on the Spotify page. So make sure you guys give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, where we like to post our most hot takes and have people yell at us because we don't know anything about hockey, apparently. Um, nope, nothing. Yeah, nothing. We don't know anything. We don't know. Anything. I'm all good. You good? I'm good here, too. I'm going to go all get right. some coffee. Yeah, you got you to gotta rest up. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys.